we have always been fascinated with swashbuckling buccaneers and their shanty ships. These timeless tales of treason, thievery, and treachery have graced the silver screen since Hollywood's heyday. Get ready to get hooked for good. Ahoy! All aboard! We'll take a peek into the world of pirates on this week's episode of F. Why Welcome to For Your Info. English. You got it. Hello, 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 and welcome to another exciting edition of FYI for your English. There are over 225 episodes available now. So if you haven't followed the podcast, because one thing is to listen to it, but another thing is to follow. And this way you get a little notification. And a quick reminder, if you're not following me on social media, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram. I'm always teaching English with these short videos that are tons of fun. They're what you call in Spanish pildoras, and we would call them little snippets or tidbits of English. Snippets siendo cortecitos and tidbits como trocitos. So aside from listening to this, make sure you also listen to my radio show, the show with no name, and follow on social media. And if you're not learning English with all of that, I don't think I can help you. But I know you guys are up for an amazing adventure. Os apetece. Estáis con ganas. You are up for an amazing adventure. And today we're going to look at pirates. Let's take a look at the intro, which is chock full of vocabulary. We heard some waves and some seagulls in the background. And then we heard some sword fighting as well. Y fijaos, la W no lo pronuncio. I don't say sword, I say sword. It kind of reminds me of the word castle as well. I don't say castle, I say castle. Como la T no lo decimos. There are a lot of these silent letters in English. I'm sure you're well aware of the ever-famous silent B. Numb, thumb. Dumb. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. I said we've been fascinated by swashbuckling buccaneers. And swashbuckling is the same as sword fighting. And buccaneer, I think you can figure out. I said swashbuckling buccaneers and their shanty ships. And the ship is la nave, que no es sheep. Sheep, bleh, and ship. Very, very different. I said the word shanty, and a shanty is una choza, cabaña, chabola, a shanty. But it's also the name of a sailor's song. It says saloma here. So something that sailors sing when they are at sea. I did it for a double meaning there, a double entendre. As you know, we love to use French and English. Then I said these timeless tales of treason. Does that sound familiar? Traición, treason. Hey, it's not too different. Thievery. And thievery is, if you're a thief, your business is thievery. And treachery. And treachery is the same as treason. Y si eres traidor, we would say you're a traitor. 
And it's true, these timeless tales, estas historias que son atemporales, they've graced the silver screen, and to grace is estar en, honrar, I think you say, the silver screen, la pantalla grande, since Hollywood's heyday, el apogeo de Hollywood. And speaking of Hollywood, we have an episode on Hollywood if you haven't listened to it. Then I said, get ready to get hooked. And I did that on purpose. Engancharse, to get hooked on. It's interesting because if you say addicted, you say to. So I'm hooked on English. I'm addicted to English. You probably know the hooked on one from a famous song. Uga chaka, uga, uga, uga chaka. Ah, I'm hooked on English. But also a hook is what Captain Hook had. Garfio, I think you say in Spanish. And then I said for good. And this is a very common expression in English that means para siempre. Then I said ahoy, all aboard. And ahoy es un saludo. It's a greeting that pirates said among each other. I said ahoy, all aboard. In fact, you guys know the famous chocolate chip cookies, Chips Ahoy? Well, that's a play on words for Ships Ahoy. Está diciendo, hola, hay otro barco aquí. Chips Ahoy? Ships Ahoy? <sighs> yeah, there's always something punny going on. Now, let me warn you, it's not very common for normal people to walk around saying, Ahoy! We say, hello, hey, but we don't say, Ahoy. That's why I used it. It's pirate language. Oh, and in the bonus part, we're going to take a look at some pirate language. We're going to learn to speak pirate, my friends. Mateys. We'll also take a look at tons of fun facts. And we'll look at vocabulary that'll help anybody who's out at sea. That and so much more in the bonus part of FYI. And just a quick reminder, guys, every week there isn't just one episode. There's a bonus episode of FYI, too, where you can learn additional English and more fun facts. If you'd like to find out more information on how you can get access to this extra episode every week and even get worksheets and PDF sheets with all the vocabulary, go on over to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso and check out our community. I have to say, I am so proud of all of you. There are around a hundred of us and I wish I could mention everyone. But I'll start by saying a shout out to each and every one of you, especially my super duper students. Marta, Candy, Javier, Francisco, Roberto, David, Javier, Mila, Alex, Patricio, and don't forget about my interstellar students, Carmen, Lina, Isa, Paco, Diego, and Edgar. If you guys want to find out more about my online community, check it out. I'll try and sum it up really quickly. If you're in the three euro a month group, you get access to the worksheets and the bonus episode. Plus, you get tons of access, early access to posts and other things that I'm doing. I give away books from time to time. Plus, you're a part of a community. In the 10 euro a month level, what you get is access to all the classes that we do. But you're not in the classes. You'll get to watch them afterwards and you can review all the vocabulary and key expressions from each episode. If you're in the 30 euro level, 
Well, then you can join us every week on Zoom for a review class. And this is where I can make sure you're making progress. We really have tons of fun. You should think about joining us. And then if you want a private class with me every month, and believe me, I get a lot of people asking me, can I get classes with you? Yes, but you have to take a look at those interstellar students because those are the ones who are getting a monthly private class with me. Plus, they're getting a weekly review class with other students, amazing students, as I said before, and access to all the worksheets and vocabulary and so much more. I tried to make it short and sweet, but if you have any questions, just let me know. You can find me. You can contact me via social media, and I'd love to give you some more information. But consider joining us. We are having tons of fun, and I hope you join us as well. It's patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. And I wrapped up the intro saying we'll take a peek, and a peek is a, a quick look, I would say. We'll take a peek into the world of pirates on this week's episode of FYI. And I want you to pay attention to how I'm pronouncing it. Pirate. I didn't say rate. I said writ. Pirate. As we always do at the beginning of each show is we define the word. I think it's a good way to find out what it is in black and white. The bare bones, lo esencial. Piracy is an act of robbery or criminal violence by ship or boat-borne attackers upon another ship or a coastal area, typically with the goal of stealing cargo and other valuable goods. That's a difficult word to pronounce, isn't it? Valuable. Those who conduct acts of piracy are called pirates. Vessels, which is a type of ship, used for piracy are pirate ships. The earliest documented instances of piracy were, take a guess, in the 14th century B.C. There was a group called the Sea Peoples, a group of ocean raiders, and saqueadores are raiders. Does it sound familiar? Tomb raider? Well, these raiders attacked ships on the Aegean and Mediterranean seas. But one of the interesting things I found out when I was researching this is that nearly three quarters of all pirate theft incidents today, you know, nowadays, they don't take place in the water. Well, yeah, the ships are in the water, but they take place when the ship is docked or anchored. And the word dock is muelle, sitting on the dock of the bay. And to be docked is atado al muelle. I love it when English is logical like that. And where do pirates like to operate? Well, supposedly narrow shipping channels. And narrow is the opposite of wide. Estrecho, I think you say. These are routes that they know that, of course, shipping channels where they send goods all around the world, they know that nowadays there's going to be a shipment of TVs or Air Jordans. Back then, it may have been jewels or works of art. Historic examples of the places where piracy has always been the highest is Gibraltar. Oh, by the way, in the bonus episode, we're going to take a look at some of the Spain connections as well. Also, the Strait, El Estrecho, the Strait of Malacca. It's an easy one to remember. We drove, or not we drove, we sailed straight through the Strait. Suenan exactamente iguales. Madagascar, the Gulf of Aden, and the English Channel. And it's because of the geography, it makes it easier for pirates 
to attack. And as we know, the word piracy nowadays has changed a little bit too. It doesn't just have to do with maritime piracy. We talk about piracy when we talk about in the air or computer networks, even in science fiction or outer space. But seaborne piracy is still a thing in the 21st century. And seaborne, pasando en el mar. I have a figure here from 2004. They say that the estimated worldwide losses were $16 billion per year. It's probably a lot more now since the prices of goods have gone up. Oh, and one billion is mil millones, so just remember that. Another thing about modern-day pirates is these guys aren't armed with swords anymore. No way. Or little pistols. These guys have automatic and semi-automatic weapons. They have assault rifles, machine guns, grenades. I think I even saw a video with a guy with a bazooka. And before, in the intro, I said that they have shanty ships. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking shanty, but aren't they really nice ships? Aren't they these big, grandiose ships? No. I mean, that wouldn't be very good. I mean, let's think about their objective. What are they trying to do? They're trying to get out of Dodge. Pirarse de ahí. They're trying to get out of Dodge as quick as possible. So a lot of times these boats are old, small, and usually on the faster side. And governments are trying to tackle this problem. Of course, pirates are pretty smart, and they try and do their piracy in international waters. But it affects the whole world, obviously, because the goods that are being transported go to countries from all parts of the globe. And now some of these big ships are armed with high-pressure water cannons, security guards, alarm systems. I mean anything they can do to deter these pirates. If you recall, this was famously depicted in the hit blockbuster film based on the best-selling book, Captain Phillips. We mentioned it before, starring Tom Hanks. Do you remember? They had those water cannons and the other guys had semi-automatic weapons. If you remember the movie, excellent movie, and it's based on a true story, it's when a group of Somali pirates overtook a U.S. cargo ship in 2009. And this took place in the middle of the Indian Ocean. They held the crew captive for four days. And this is quite normal, but what made this so important was it was the first successful seizure of a U.S. ship. And to seize is to take by force. I always teach it when I teach carpe diem. Carpe diem in English, you can say carpe diem, but you can also say seize the day. But that's just one example of piracy on the big screen. And it's not romanticized in that movie. If you remember the Goonies, I remember One-Eyed Willie. He was my favorite pirate from the movie The Goonies. But think of uh, Jack Sparrow, Jack Gorion. You know, it makes being a pirate look like the bomb. So when did this fascination with piracy start? There's something called the Age of Sail. The Age of Sail lasted from the mid-16th century to the mid-19th century, and it was when sailing was on the rise. There was a boom for militaries, for goods and services. We really realized the potential of sailing. And wherever there's opportunity, you're going to get some crooks. Crooks son ladrones. There was a two-volume book 
called A General History of Pirates. It was published in London in 1724. And this book is generally credited with bringing these figures into the, the public eye, making them popular for the first time. I mean, one thing was true. The public was into it. They were fascinated by anything that had to do with pirates. And then there was something called the Golden Age of Piracy. And this is a period between the 1650s and the 1730s when maritime piracy was a significant factor in the histories of the Caribbean, you can say Caribbean or Caribbean, the UK, the Indian Ocean, North America, and West Africa. So piracy was on the rise. I didn't know there was a golden age of piracy, which obviously led to a golden age of piracy and pirates and swashbuckling films in Hollywood. One of the most notable novels is Treasure Island, which came out in 1883. And don't forget about Peter Pan. We already mentioned Captain Hook. That one came out in 1911. And both of those have been adapted to plays and to movies and many, many versions of those movies as well. So this fascination with pirates lives on. And we already mentioned Mr. Gorion, Jack Sparrow, that was in 2003. There was a new wave of fascination with pirates, with the Pirates of the Caribbean, which is not just a movie, it's also a ride at Disney. And obviously there's tons of merchandising. My daughter has dressed up as a pirate. She's dressed up probably as about 10 different things, including Ringo Starr. And one of those things was a pirate. So that fascination starts from when we're young. And remember, we're talking about bad guys here. All right, here's one for you history buffs. What does Julius Caesar have to do with pirates? You won't believe it, but the most iconic Roman of all time, J.C., no, not Jesus Christ, Julius Caesar was once a victim to pirates. These pirates were from Sicily, and he was held captive for a ransom. And a ransom is the money that they want to be paid to let you go. Well, adjusting it for inflation, that ransom was a quarter of a million dollars today. And Caesar, well, he wasn't too happy with this. But being the leader he was, he gained their respect. But he vowed to return to make them pay. Hmm, he sounded a bit vengeful. Well, did he do it? You bet. He made good on that word, and when he was free, he returned to take the lives of all his captors, and he took back the ransom money as well. Did you guys know that fun fact? Well, here's another one for you, and I'll have a bunch more in the bonus episode. How do pirates kill their victims? They make them walk the plank, right? There's a plank on the side of the boat, and they blindfold them, and then they walk right off the edge of the plank and splash. They're in the water, and they meet their watery death. Well, that's not true. That's something that Hollywood added in. And if you think about it, I mean, if you got to kill a lot of people, I mean, some of these pirates were pretty busy. If you got to kill a lot of people, you're not going to take a couple minutes to kill each one. 
it's just a lot easier to leave them on a deserted island somewhere and let them fend for themselves. Well, we'll take a look at that and more fun facts, as well as idiomatic expressions in the bonus part of today's F-Y-I.